I want to have a safe space and a situation for people to come together, to brainstorm, to say the things, to be heard when they talk about the things, and to have people. Welcome to Gentle Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, your cozy corner of the podcasting world, where numbers tell a story and bookkeeping blossoms into an adventure. My name is Rachel Barnett, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is for bookkeepers who enjoy authentic, unfiltered, and always encouraging friend to chalk shop with. We will be discussing what it's like to own and operate a small bookkeeping business. I just got back from my bookkeepers retreat or bookkeepers weekend in Syracuse, New York, and I'm so glad that I went and I'm so glad that I did it. The way that I described the event in Gentle Frog's bookkeeping lily pad is I said, a handful of bookkeeping friends are going to get together for a weekend in Syracuse, New York. Folks are coming in Friday and Saturday and leaving Sunday and Monday. I rented the hotel conference room for the day on Saturday, so we'll have a place to be. There is no admission fee. If you want to join us, please do. We are going to work on our business, not in our business. We'll use the time together to share ideas, brainstorm problems, and generally hang out with people who get it. I said that I'll be creating and printing workbooks for everyone. I did end up doing this. The handouts can be found in General Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad community group. The handout that I created was a blend of my ideas and other people's hard work. Within my handout, I credit these two ladies, but I also want to make sure to credit them on the podcast. A lot of what you see are things that I had Kayla Beach create or modify for us. She owns a company called Hello Early Bird. On her website's about page, she says, I love to help you maximize your time to get clarity on your goals and help you realize that you and your time are precious. I think that's a very good description of what Kayla does. Kayla does a lot of work in the stationary space as well as life and goal coaching. The other person who put a ton of time and effort into this is Wendy Soniker. Wendy was a guest on episode seven, finding what's right for you in your business and life. Wendy's website is selftalkwordsearch.com as well as wendyslonaker.com. On the self-talk word search website, she describes herself as an emergence channel and grief expert. What I had imagined and what I got were very similar to the same things. I had imagined a space for people to get together, to work on their own thing, whatever it is, as well as to get to know other people and to lean on other people. Because there was no admission, I didn't feel like I needed to worry about whether or not someone got their money's worth out of the experience. Surprisingly, I had three people who flew in. We had people that flew in from Florida, from Tennessee, and from Louisiana. There was eight of us in total. On Friday, we met for lunch at a place called Stronghearts. It's a vegan restaurant in Syracuse, New York. Even if you're not a vegan, it's a pretty good place to eat with very positive reviews. As a person who is not a vegan, I enjoyed going there once, although I don't think I'd make it a staple of my tours through Syracuse. After grabbing lunch, we sat in the lobby of the hotel because we didn't have the conference room yet and just talked about our businesses, talked about where we were at, where we were going and what things we might want to work on on Saturday. We knew that Saturday would be the day that each of us would sit down and focus on our thing. Because we're all in different places within our business and we often offer different things from each other, we weren't there to tell each other what to do or to go through some sort of prescribed track or training. We had people who have not yet started their business all the way through people who are experienced. We have people that have teams and people who don't have teams. Everyone except for me 
primarily spends their day offering bookkeeping services. I don't. I spend my day creating content and training. I want to give you an idea of what the experience was like. So I'm going to focus on Saturday. Saturday, we woke up. People went and got breakfast whenever they wanted. People trickled into the conference room. We had the conference room from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. The tables in the conference room were arranged in a U-shape. People organically chose where they wanted to sit within the U-shape. If the office supplies in the middle of the U-shape, there's a bunch of power cords so people can set up their laptops and second monitors. People had the spiral-bound inspiration notebooks that I created for everyone. Everybody worked on whatever it was that they needed or wanted to work on. We would have moments where everything was quiet and all you heard was the clicking and clacking of keyboards. And then moments where people would say, hey, I've got a question for the group. What are you guys using for your engagement letter? What are you doing for receipts? I have a funny situation with sales tax. Is anybody here comfortable with sales tax? Can we talk through it? You know, I'm wondering about the way this client is arranging their payroll within their accounting software. Does this make sense? Is there anything I should do differently? It was questions like this that made the experience really great. Made it different from what you might get if you were just renting a hotel room and working by yourself with your headphones on or your music blasting. Because we were in a room with a group of other bookkeepers, people could choose to ask questions. People who felt like they had the answer could answer those questions. People who needed to have music or whatever to think could put in one earbud and have the music, but still have the engagement of the room. Nobody was obligated to communicate when they didn't want to or didn't have anything to say. One of the gals who was there, who had not yet started her business, gained value in just hearing people talk about things and taking notes. People who didn't have questions gained value from hearing other people talk about what they're doing and from brainstorming things that we saw. We had a Facebook Messenger chat set up. This Messenger chat was set up before the General Frog Bookkeeping Lily page even existed. Within the Facebook Messenger chat, we would send things around to the group. So we looked at someone's about page. We looked at someone's bookkeeping spreadsheet they're going to put on their website. We looked at the spreadsheets once they were for sale on the website. We sent YouTube videos back and forth. The goal was for everybody to work on whatever they felt like they needed to work on that they kept putting off and kept not doing. The advantage of working with a group was that you weren't inconveniencing somebody by sending a message and hoping that they weren't in the middle of something and didn't feel like your message was going to be an interruption. I had intended or thought that when people needed to focus, they might go back to their room to focus. Other than a couple of phone calls back home, nobody went back to their room. Everybody was there and interested and engaged and wanting to talk to other people. I had imagined that people would just order food whenever they got hungry or go back to their room when they got hungry to make food. I specifically picked a hotel that had sweets. What ended up happening was that everybody got in the groove and had a good time and nobody got up to leave to go make food. I've just spent the last week by myself because my husband's been traveling. I completely forgot that people eat and they don't eat at the last minute. I forgot that I get hungry. I got so busy in my groove. It would be one o'clock or one thirty, and I would say, oh my gosh, I'm starving. Like who else is hungry? What are we doing? It just never even occurred to me to make a lunch plan. I'm so fly by the seat of my pants when it comes to eating. I work from home. I eat when I can. I'm 10 feet away from my kitchen. It's just never a thing. The same thing happened for dinner. 
got to be about seven o'clock and I said, oh my God, I forgot that we need to figure out a food plan. In both cases, we were able to order with Uber Eats. We picked a couple of restaurants. Somebody started a group order, sent the link around messenger chats. Everyone could add on to whatever order or they could place their own order. On Saturday, because we only had the conference room until eight, which frankly, I thought was more than enough time, we ended up moving our conversation to the lobby. So we give up our conference room at eight like we're supposed to. We go to the lobby to eat our dinner, get a glass of wine, chit chat for a little bit. A little bit turns into wine and chatting until 1 a.m. I can't even remember the last time I stayed up until 1 a.m. I like to think we weren't obnoxious. We were just sitting there laughing and talking and joking about our family and our spouses and getting older and working the business as an adult rather than rolling out of college and just magically knowing what you wanted to do. I am so glad for my time in doing this. I am so glad for the people that I've met for the first time that I have just known via Zoom for so long. I'm so glad for the friends that I saw again who I've met before in person. I will absolutely do this again. The things that I'm really glad that I did and really liked was that nobody had to work on anything in particular. There was no prescribed agenda. There was no outline. I provided handouts just in case people didn't know where to start. Handouts that asked people to think about their strengths and their goals and their values. I'm glad that the group was small. There was eight of us. I think I would probably max it out at 12. I like that we didn't do introductions. People came when they felt like it on Saturday. If we were doing introductions, we would have had to stop once an hour and go back around the room again. I like that we had jokes. I did bring a bunch of hello, my name is name tags. One of the ladies said, well, I I don't need a name tag because I know my name. But if the rest of you could wear a name tag, that'd be really great. I hope that joke translates to the podcast because it was freaking hilarious. We ended up not wearing name tags and just getting to know people in terms of who they were with their real names, what their business name was. In that hilarious hotspot you see when you go to connect to Wi-Fi, who's that? We had all kinds of ways to get to know each other without having formal introductions and tell me something unique about yourself. I like that there was plenty of outlets in the room and I like that we had more than enough space. The room was set up for 30 people. We had eight of us. So I think that's a win. I think the win is to make sure there's more than enough space so everyone has enough room for whatever spreading out they need to do but also small enough that you can speak across the room without having to shout. In reflection, things that I would do differently, I need to remember that people need to eat, which means that I should set up or have people set up a variety of Uber orders in the morning, have a deadline, have it scheduled for delivery. I might look for a hotel without kitchen suites. I really thought that we would need that. I love having a kitchen suite when I go do this by myself. But I realize if I'm not working by myself and if I'm working in a conference room and if I'm getting food delivery, I don't really care that I can make food in the room that I'm not in. Next time, I won't bring all my office supplies. I joke and say all my office supplies, but really I had a rolling cart stacked up a couple feet high with boxes of stuff because I brought all the things that inspire me. I brought all of my markers. I brought hole punches and tape and staplers and multiple kinds of paper and just anything I thought I might need and anything I thought anybody else might need. The things that I still need to do is chat with everyone privately about what they liked and disliked. This is the second time I've hosted a meetup in Syracuse. Looking ahead, I'll continue to host meetups in Syracuse because people can travel there with ease. I'm also going to do these community type events and just move them around the U.S. My plan is to host a community event once a quarter. 
and have it happen in different locations. For the future events, I do think I'm going to charge for them because it is a little bit of work to put it together and because the conference rooms aren't free. What I'm going to target is making it highly affordable. I want to have a safe space and a situation for people to come together, to brainstorm, to say the things, to be heard when they talk about the things, and to have people. People who can't or choose not to come to a paid event. There are so many amazing events that are on Facebook, that are free, that are self-directed. People who really need to have a structured event. There are so many amazing structured events. I think much like my group and much like my podcast, I'm really creating the thing that I want. And the thing that I want is an intentional get together with other bookkeepers to do a hybrid of working on my business, as well as brainstorming with others and getting ideas from others. It isn't necessarily that I have a ton of questions. It's that I want to be in the room where other people are talking about the things because I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know what I have questions about until I see what other people have questions about. So I'm, I'm looking to be inspiring and to get inspired. A huge shout out to the folks who showed up to my Syracuse meetup, ranging from the people who could drive across town all the way to the people who flew in. I want to send a huge shout out to Shelly Robbins of The Quick Source. The reason that I have the courage to do stuff like this is because I've been a part of Shelly's Quick Source group for so many years. When I look back and think of the things and the experiences that she put together, I'm inspired and in awe. I want to do things like that myself for other people. She'll host events that are Seattle specific, that are one day events. She has people hosting meetups where people get together and share their brain. I'm taking that idea and just pivoting it slightly into my own thing, but very much inspired by the experience, the joy and the love that I received from this other thing that I used to do for so many years. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more or keep the conversation going, you can find me on Facebook at General Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, the community group, or send me an email. My email is rachel at gentlefrog.com. 